0: Two senseis in a casual.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just you, buddy. You don't put on,
0: you don't put lotion on after you take a shower on your face,
1: right? I, I, do, I actually don't use lotion. I use body butter, like so, like Shea butter and all of that. I don't
0: use lotion. Oh, I kind of, I use a mixture of coconut oil and lotion, so. It's just a lot of extra juices that just be pulling out a shower. Oh, mm, awesome. mm, mm. Mm, <laughs> oh. That man sweat. That, yeah, man. You know, trying to rush so Gerard doesn't get too angry, man. You know, when you come a dad, every minute counts. So I get it. It does. It does. It, <laughs> <laughs> but without further ado, what's up, everybody? I'm your host, Brandon, a.k.a. B-Weezy. And, you know, love costs, but the game is free. Woof! Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 What's up, y'all? It's your boy <sighs>
2: <I'm always laughs> you know, Drew. I, I don't know why. Week, I don't know why. Last week he surprised me. I got real geek last week because he hit us with something. <sighs> well, I am Drew A Day the name, and I'm drunk and high at the same time, drinking champagne on an airplane. <laughs> are you, wait, are you really? Are you really joking? Around? Oh, come on. I'm too changed. Hey, hey, he, hey. Maybe it was a good Sunday. I don't know, but oh, man. Some of that communion wine, a little, little devil's lettuce. Give me a hell yeah. You know, it goes hand in hand.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Before we go any further, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google and anchor uh, all of our links in one spot shout out to Gerard for the link tree all of our links are there and also be sure to follow us on instagram at two hip hop sensei's period a period casual we appreciate all the love and support and if you're real really loyal as always be sure to tell a friend to tell their friends about our podcast
2: we can be friends
0: fellas i am excited for those that can't see which is everybody but gerard and drew i have on a bucket hat because today I'm taking y'all on a ride, man. We're we we, we we're taking a trip today, you feel he me? You look like The Rock. Talk to me. <laughs> if <It's your> smell... The Rock
2: is cooking!
0: Just a few quick hitters uh, today. I got Little Dirk has now surpassed Outkast and Nas, in overall weeks spent on the Billboard.
2: Great timing. Yeah. Can I please hop in real fast? Because the story relates to Little Dirk.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So last night... I was at the bowling alley, and people, whoever's birthday it was, had to put whatever genre, whatever song they wanted, into a little jar. And the guy's like, "I'll play whatever you want." So he goes on the mic. He's like, Lil Dirk." Does anybody here like Little Dirk? And everybody in the alley just like,
0: eh. <laughs> "Oh no!" I was
2: like, Geez. <laughs> say no love for Dirk and Michigan where, were, where was you at where was you at? I wasn't me. Warren so that might okay. work, right? okay. you know, right. Right?
0: I was gonna ask actually is Dirk a star now but I feel like
2: <laughs> I feel like according to Drew and his event no but Gerard I feel like there was a I, good mix of people there too you know some people knew Derek but it was just like eh. <laughs> like I feel like Dirk is a star like uh, we kind of talked about in 2021, like, damn near every
0: big album, like, he was featured. Every year, yeah. And especially with that the crossover with the country song, like, is House that the is- first to gain traction? It's not big right now, but it definitely has potential. I'll
2: say, how's his album been doing? Does anybody know? Well, it was it was his it first went. number one. So. Yeah, it went number one, so. Damn. Good for him. I don't know. I, I qualify Dirk as a star, but. I, would, yeah. I thought that country song would be bigger, and I feel like I haven't heard it anywhere, you know? Yeah, I, I haven't heard it anywhere either.
0: But usually, usually, like songs are kind of when it comes to like when they hit the radio, it's kind of slow. Like that's true. It's not always quick. Sometimes <laughs> you get like a little delay, so it could still hit. But yeah, I, I don't, through. I
1: don't foresee that playing on, um, you know, urban stations. You might mm-hmm. hear it on nine five five, or you might hear it crossover into country. But it ain't no
2: hotel road. <laughs> yeah, it,
0: true. I, don't know. I think that's what
2: they actually were aiming for. So I. I I feel like anybody who reaches out to a country star, it's either a deep track or you're trying for a hit. But if it ain't Old Town Road good, it ain't working. Hey, he and ain't
0: Nelly. Nelly. You know what I'm saying? Everybody Nelly can't too. be the goal. You know? hey, hey. Lil Nas X do get a lot of love for the country crossover, but draw to your point. Nelly, Nelly don't get
2: love. Nelly walks,
0: so Lil Nas X can run. <laughs> 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 Just a few more nuggets here. Uh, Future announced via Twitter he's getting ready to drop. Oh boy, as I'm, you know, <laughs> I, I feel myself trying to trying to j- decide whether or not you know I wanna I wanna live my life the right way or go back to oh my, my toxic <laughs> ways. So
2: <laughs> I don't
0: need this album in my life, but you know I was excited because last year was the first year in man I, I had official date, but it's been a long time since Future went a whole year without releasing a solo project. Mm-hmm. or um, Yeah, solo project. Because he did drop, I think, with... Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really care if you die. <laughs> What's his name?
2: Oh, uh, uh, Jesus. Why can't... Uh... So like, Lil uh, Uzi Vert. There you Lil go. Uzi Vert. I knew it he, dropped, so, he
0: dropped the project <laughs> with Lil Uzi Vert, but he didn't drop anything solo. So... I'm looking forward to that. And speaking of looking forward to um, an album coming out, Jack Harlow announced his album "Come Home." The kids miss you. Will be dropping on May six. Drew, uh,
2: you found out this week how much I I love Jack Harlow. I, I was gonna save it a surprise at the end of what did we listen to, but bro, you know, we still can. <laughs> I, I, I,
0: I'm a big Jack Harlow fan. Um, his first album was really good. Uh, we'll touch on that in, in a little bit later. But I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um And then lastly, I just had a shout out for Schoolboy Q for the amazing commercial he had with Nike and Tiger Woods. As yeah, Tiger that, was that was definitely fire. That was Tiger fire. Return, uh to play in the Augusta, so um he's doing, I think, a little better than expected. He did make the cut, so shout out to Tiger. But a dub mm, ain't looking good. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> today's the last day, so we'll see. Yeah, all right, yeah hopefully, he bust, hopefully he busts
0: <laughs> out the red, the red Nike shirt because you know that's classic <laughs> Sunday <laughs> Tiger. He oh, gonna yeah. need all that, all that energy. <laughs> but, fellas, I just wanted to real quick, we got a lot of content that dropped this week, but um, Gerard made the great point for us to discuss the Grammy, so I wanted to do that. Um, if y'all are okay with it, <laughs> <laughs> <What>? we... <laughs> so, after a three-month delay uh the 64th Grammy Awards took place, um, the biggest music award show in the country still cannot celebrate the biggest genre of music, once again, which is hip-hop right hip-hop continues to be disrespected each year becomes more and more confusing as to why again despite being the most listened to genre you know hip-hop artists and categories are usually slighted in favor in favor of other genres out of the 17 performances this year there was a single solo performance from rap artists and that was by nas uh the only other rapper who performed was jack harlow who performed uh his hit with lil nas x industry baby um And the announcement of best hip hop award or hip hop album actually wasn't even on the telecast. So
2: he wasn't even there. So
0: (laughs) he wasn't there. Um, uh, DJ drama wasn't there. So it's just, I don't get it. I I don't, at this point, it's like, it it just don't make any sense. Um, Hip hop seems to need its own big award show. BT awards don't really cut it. Um, (laughs) So I don't know, but I just wanted to list some of the winners. Um, But before I name any of the winners, I just wanted to ask you guys, you know, do you think there's any reason why the the hip hop you know kind of keeps getting treated as the you know uh, step stepchild that nobody really wants to show attention to? I I don't get it, but I I thought maybe one of you could shed some light because it Go don't. Ahead, Gerard. You know. Yeah, it's
1: that's just the politics of the Grammys. You you cater towards the audience that you know is going to participate. So. You know, neither one of us knew the Grammys was coming on until it actually popped up. So everybody else from the other genres, like, pay attention to that type of stuff, and they relish in it. But you see Tyler wasn't there, and he won Best Hip Hop Album. And, I mean, he's happy that he won the award, but it didn't, like, change how he goes about things. So I I think you said the BET Hip Hop Awards don't cut it, but I feel like if if the industry, you know, Felt as much about the Hip Hop Awards as they do the Grammys. You know, it probably could, you know, but they don't see it as like that's prestige enough for them to, you know, I don't know, pay more to attention about, to. Yeah, like, yeah, like brags
2: about getting a BET Award. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like they don't they don't treat it like the Grammys, and I, I feel like they should because you're supposed to go to who celebrates you, and if that's the that's who celebrates you, you know, they show you and they like hold you up and show you to the world. Like we're proud of this. You should you should celebrate them as well. And that, mm-hmm. the hip-hop artists don't. Like, we go to the Grammys, like, and people win Grammys and stuff, but you don't see them being celebrated at the Grammys. Like, they still show it over, like, you see it scrolling at the bottom, like, oh, they won, like,
0: pre, pre-award pre ceremony. Yep. Like, that's that's bogus. So, so, Gerard, I have two questions for you after what you said. One, um, do we not know that the Grammys are coming out or pay attention to it because they don't cater to us?
1: Yeah, I believe so.
0: Like, so that, that's kind I of think,
1: I think that I think that people still hold it in high regard, you know, because it's it's a prestigious award. So you still hold it in high regard, like, oh, these are the Grammys that we're supposed to think it's important. But then when they don't show you the same love, you get upset about it. That doesn't make sense. Like, so is
0: it on the hip hop community for the BET awards not being so big because a lot of the bigger artists don't show up unless they have some type of you know honor award? Unless they know they're
1: gonna win, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So
0: mm-hmm. I think you make a great point. Maybe they can make the BET awards bigger. Um, but I know um, to your point, Cardi B didn't go to the Grammys and actually ended up um, shutting her Twitter, I believe, off for a while because people were kind of people were kind of going hard on her because they felt like she teased about going but didn't go. But Cardi yeah. B basically stated she's not going to the Grammys unless she has like a new song to perform or like basically knows that she's going to kind of be nominated or win an award. So right. she didn't go this year. And it got, it went so far as the fans, um, she went back and forth with fans. Fans started talking about her kids. She started to say that she wished that certain people that were messaging her died. So yeah. it got really heated. Uh, you hate to see something like that, but I can only imagine how frustrating it would be to have people you never know or never will meet talk about your children simply right. because you decided not to go to an award show. I think it's just weird why people would even be mad she didn't show up, but that's the world we live in today. And it's never that
1: serious. It's never that serious. It's so, never that
0: serious. So, yeah, great points, Drew. Drew, I wanted to ask you, man, what's what's your thoughts on hip-hop not getting any love? And if anything could be done for that to improve?
2: I was going to tell you that analogy that I made the other night. I was just like, uh, the Grammys and all award shows are just like live sports. Once you find out who the winner is, you could care less about the replay. Like I'm not going back to watch it once I I found out like we said we had no idea the Grammys was on at least I didn't and then when I found out Tyler won I'm like cool I'll just watch his live video on Twitter or whatever you know his his speech on Twitter and then I was thinking too that night I was just like is it because Jay boycotted the Grammys like are they kind of like was he a pioneer in like saying hey let's not go everybody else kind of followed suit to not go because we're not getting televised anyway, you know? So what's it matter? Yeah. If Jay pioneered that, is the Grammys kind of like also at the same time saying, oh, if you guys are just going to boycott us, why even show it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I wonder if there's a line between that at all.
1: Yeah, but it's a reason. So if you're going to be petty like that, you got to understand the reason why people are doing that, like why they're boycotting, because they want more right. coverage and they want to be respected as much as you like. It's certain categories that they they plaster up there. It's like nobody gives a fuck about this. Like,
2: you know hip hop does numbers, like Yeah, like honestly,
1: like and I'm not being disrespectful to anybody. Who gives a fuck about country? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like who's who listens to this shit so much because hip hop is the number one genre. So like why are why isn't hip hop being like, held up in high regard as you do a country album. Like, nobody gives a fuck about that.
2: hip and pop will always be number one. I feel like they go hand-in-hand hand so well now, you know? Like, why yeah. aren't you being represented at all? It doesn't make well, any sense.
0: I think a lot of people at the top of the Grammys possibly are the ones that listen to, um, you know, country more than they probably listen to hip-hop. And I think they kind of cater the award show to be more towards what they think people like themselves listen to versus, I'm sure – If we could take a look at, you know, some of the higher ups when it comes to the Grammys and like who's running things, they probably don't look like, you know, (laughs) the people that are associated to hip hop, unfortunately. So maybe if that were to change, I mean, they even listed listed uh, among the losses um, since the last Grammy Awards. They listed Virgil as like hip hop, um, I think stylist or something like that and and minimize his actual role, which was like the, the lead director at Louis Vuitton. Like, right. I mean, they're just out of touch is what it comes down to, so they probably need to you know, bring on people that are more like... It would do so much for the Grammys, it doesn't make sense why they wouldn't include an audience, because like you said, hip-hop is number one. Like, why wouldn't you want that audience to tune in to make your numbers bigger? I mean, we all talked about Chris Rock and Will Smith. I mean, despite that happening, it made that award show bigger than it's ever been in years, so imagine right. if they had more hip-hop acts. I I don't get it, so... I see a lot of room for improvement, but um, you both provided great thoughts. I just wanted to name off some of the winners, um, unless either one of you have more that you wanted to add real quick.
2: One more thing real quick. Like, mm-hmm. I saw somebody post on Twitter, like, Tyler's album alone should have been nominated, too, for album of the year. I don't even know what the album of the year category had in it. Mm-hmm. It was that good to be categorized as that, you know? And I feel like yeah. that's a slap in the face as well, you know? Yeah, no. That, yeah, I, I think
1: John that. John Pat- Batiste won Album of the Year, Who? which he had an incredible album. <laughs> like so, yeah, no, he had
2: had
0: a- Drew, Drew. To your point, I hadn't heard of him until this award show. Um, you know, for better or for worse and drama. Yeah, but-
1: John like John Batiste. Like I'm not gonna like shit on people just because I'm. You know, I'm all about hip hop, but John Batiste had an incredible album. And if you guys seen, um, Dan, what's the movie? The Pixar movie, um, about the jazz, um.
2: Shit. Oh, yeah. I not know. Soul.
1: Soul. Yeah. He, he did the music for Soul. Okay. So like he's an incredible artist and he he deserved that. But like you said, Tyler did deserve to have at least at least like, a nod. You a know? nod. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Yeah. Well, Gerard, you brought up a great point, which leads to a smooth transition into oh. John Batiste. Came into the night with 11 nominations, the most of any artist uh, this year, winning four Grammy Awards before the televised portion of the ceremony even began. Took home uh the album of the year award, uh Justin Bieber Doja Cat and her all score eight nominations of their own with her winning the best traditional R and B performance award early in the evening. Leave the door open won record of the year, song of the year and best R and B song. What's the difference between song of the year and record of the year? I have no idea. Ask God. <laughs> but uh, Kiss Me More by Doja Cat featuring Scissor won best pop duo and group performance. Uh, best R&B performance was a tie between Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan and mm-hmm. Leave the Door Open with Silk Sonic again. Damn. Jasmine Sullivan also won the best R&B album with Uh, Dry, uh Help me please. Ha- Hextails? Hotel, ho- Hotels, ho- Hotels. Ho- Hotels. Hotel. I'm sorry, man. I, I read it like how I look. I apologize, but <laughs> best rap performance is Family Ties. Baby King featuring Kendrick Lamar. I strongly disagree with that. I don't see how that won over Way Too Sexy or My Life, but what do I know, man? I'm just a casual. <laughs> best rap song was Jail. Uh, yeah, that's the
2: other one, man. Like, give me a break.
0: It's a lot of people that was included in this in addition to Kanye um, and, and featuring jay not even the best song on Donda. I'm sorry. Over... And I, yeah, know, I don't know. I know, <laughs> it's, it's I know I'm going to get judged for this, but it won over Best Friend, which however you choose to look at that song that that song was a hit it was everywhere and also my life again i feel like j cole got a lot of disrespect when it came to some of these nominations but best rap album as we said tyler the creator won uh he won over the off season but j cole certified lover boy king's disease 2 and donda which are all Uh, incredible like
2: nominations for last year
0: yeah I, I, i i don't see um Certified Loverboard Donda up there with the King's Disease 2 are off-season, but, Mm-mm. yeah, I don't have any problem with Tyler winning that. Um, Hurricane won Best Melodic Rap Performance by Kanye. Um, this one over Pride is the Devil, Need to Know by Doja Cat, Industry Baby, What's Your Name a Tyler Creator. So, oh, man. hey, <laughs> I, 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 it's just a lot Pride of... Pride is the Devil should have won that one. Just, yeah. oh, even... I feel like what's your name wasn't that big outside of the album, but that was a really good song. Industry yeah. Baby was huge. I don't huge. know. Those are,
1: cats are the one that kissed me better.
0: Industry it's Baby too was huge. I mean. It's almost like yeah. they could have closed their eyes and picked any of the other nominations. And I was like, All right, I see that. But Hurricane, nah. But yeah, man, that's the Grammys. Just wanted to touch on that a little bit. Draw a great uh addition for us to discuss that briefly. But uh now I want to pivot into what we have listened to slash watched this week. Um Fellas, I I told y'all I did a lot this week, and I'm gonna just hit y'all with it, man. I started off when we actually the day we recorded, so last Sunday, um, later in the day, I listened to Usher's Confessions. I don't know what (laughs) listened to it. I think it was Shuffle was on, and a song came on. I'm like, you know what? I want to check out this album, man. So many hits that, Mm -hmm. yeah. I can't call it underrated, but I think to this day it don't get quite the love that it should. Man, an incredible album. So
2: that was how the week started. You don't off.
1: think the, you don't think it get the love that it should? Where you been That's, living at? That That's
2: critically acclaimed oh. album. Right. <laughs> Where you <laughs> been at? be? Where you Eighty-seven oh one. Hear me like, out. Bro. Hear me.
1: Hear no, me. I'm tra- All right. Let hear me hear you out. Go ahead.
0: We, our <laughs> age group, recognizes it. But when you talk about the the young ones that talk about the NBA, young boy, and all the rappers and stuff, if you talk to them about Confessions, they would have no idea what we're talking about. So I'm talking I mean, talking that's the that's
1: the same way. If our generation, if you was to talk about Marvin Gaye, you know, uh, what's going on, or hear, uh, hear me dear, like that's that's, that's, that's the, the same. My comparison,
0: dry. I thought it was more like one of My- one of Michael's albums, like either Thriller or Off the Wall. Although. Usher didn't do numbers like that, right? But, like, you could ask people our age about either one of those albums and we like, oh, yeah. But he right. did.
1: Usher went down Yeah, on it.
0: Yeah, it was like so the That's biggest... even more to my point. People don't recognize Usher confessions the way they recognize Off the Wall or Thriller. So I, I feel like it should be on that level. That's what I mean. I don't
1: know. We should put a poll up, because I think, I think... People know. Be run through, through the idea. hits
2: real quick. I'm just saying, like it's got. Talking yeah, just, it's, hard to, been, it's hard. It's like, hard to like. Do, lovers like, of like, come on. <laughs> like, That's
0: all I'm saying. Not that it didn't get the love when it came out, because it definitely did. Drew, I don't think know.
2: You, I just way. don't. I, don't know. I think it still gets the love. Yeah. you go back and look at it, you're like, oh, I could still listen to all these.
0: No, nah, because i when the last time we talked about confessions
1: before I mentioned it today. I mean it just doesn't come up, but you know. <laughs> <No problem. laughs>
0: yeah. So we got yeah, we got uh well I don't know throwbacks is, is a big song. Throwback is actually my favorite song off the album. I was gonna say I remember Dry saying that confessions. <laughs> I forgot that confessions part two is the actual like known version of confessions, if that makes yeah. any sense. You got Burn, Caught Up, Superstar, Truth Hurts, uh Simple Things, Bad Girl. That's what it's made for. Can you handle it? Do it to me. Take your hand. Follow me. My boo. Red light. Seduction. And then the Confessions Part 2 remix. Jeez. Bro. Yeah. And this was only... I feel like it was older, but this is in 04, so like... I don't know, Ooh. man. What do you want people to do for this? Right. I don't know. I feel like it moved me after I listened to it. I'm like, you know what?
1: I think that's recency bias, B. I think you just heard it, but I think everybody knows. Like
0: You know, yeah, part, right. part of
2: growth is being able to recognize. You know, <laughs> you might be wrong. I, hey, you, you might be on a something, Gerard. Yeah. He's just walking around. Just I feel like not enough people are talking that about was this. That was literally me. Way. I <laughs> said, <laughs> why aren't people talking way. about this <laughs> enough? Damn it. That was me. but yeah man classic album that's how my
0: week started so after that i listened to jack harlow confetti after it was announced that he's coming out with the new one talk to me um Mm -hmm. intro Banes. he's got estg on it on the second track the outro is very good i know i talked about outros a few episodes ago his second album that's what they all say it was kind of mad at me so to your point drew i know that was the one you listened to yeah um but i look forward to seeing what he brings with the third album because the first one like i said confetti is really good so if you Mm -hmm. haven't ever listened to that Highly recommend it. Second one, nah, you, you don't really have to go back and listen <laughs> to that. Uh, So I, I don't know how y'all want to start it, because I told y'all I had a surprise project I listened to, but there was a lot of heat that dropped. So how y'all want to do this, man? Let's
2: all group discuss the ones we've listened to, you know? Right. Let's let's do that. We'll run like Vince, uh, ESTG 42. Did you listen to that, B? Come on, man. I told y'all. I put I'm it just in saying. A lot <laughs> hey, hey
1: where did you listen to it at?
0: Uh, EST the the mix. Yeah. I listened to it at first on my phone, but then I listened to it uh again in the truck. Ooh, Ooh. Is that what y'all want to start with? Y'all wanna yes. start with that? What start? Right. Like it. Um starts off with a bang. I came away and I feel like you all was gonna hate me for this, but early on in the project, I came away realizing that I like ESTG way more than I like 42 Doug. And for whatever reason, <laughs> There's certain songs where Forty Two Doug's voice just
2: I I cannot I can't do it, bro. Like I think he's growing wonderfully as an artist, and that's <laughs> coming from a, that's coming from a guy who hated him a year ago. I think Forty Two Doug is awesome right now. I love like, Doug. Yeah. It's yeah. early yeah. on in the project. I'm
0: like, you know what? I don't he's know if it was the way for I don't know if it was the way ESTG was rapping on his verses, and then hearing like the high pitch, like I don't know. But I'm like, bro, I would have liked to hear another solo ESTG, but. I will say 42 Doug grew on me as a project went on. He raps differently on certain songs. And it's mm-hmm. I can't explain the one the the one flow that annoys me, but it's really high pitch. It's kinda like an annoying yelling.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> but then his
0: other songs where it's like, all right, I could do this. So Stretch Zone was the first song where I wasn't annoyed by 2 Doug. Everybody's shooters, that that's the song to me that's where it's I, like that's top three. If I want to smoke, I don't be ducking me out in public with it out i never took it they say it's all a nuts. so i'm, I'm going for, for it, fuck it.
1: million dollar budget that's an all fast niggas still renting in the city i bought all mass i ain't been the same since my dog dad
2: run off you get hard
0: time fire bro and then uh est red on strictly for the game oh yeah that's really tough like, that's yeah, tough. i really yeah. like that song and i never yeah. knew about est red before that but overall i thought it was a very solid uh project impressive mm-hmm. beats for sure but That's the only slander I would say is the one flow Fortune Doug has. I'm like, I really. (laughs)
2: Have you been listening to the solo album, The Freedom Freedom Boys? No, I have not yet. That's what made me a believer. Like, I asked Gerard, I was like, is it worth listening to? He's like, if you like Detroit rap, it is. So I played it. I was like, damn, front to back, this is a great album. And ever since then, I've loved him. If if his voice isn't like the one flow, I'll
0: I, I check it out. I, I'm right. right. it right. I mean,
1: on Freedom Boys, it's just like how it is on this album. Like, he switches up, you know? So you're going to hear that voice then, and then you're going to hear so other flows see. that he has. Lots,
2: of, lots of big features, though, on it. Yeah. Like, it on it, Future's on it, uh, uh, ESTG's on it, too, yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah, lots of big I'll check it out. But yeah, What Yeah, what was, what was your thoughts on it? Thump shit, that's all you got to say. Thump shit,
1: yeah, Thump shit is the one.
2: Yeah, no. That's what we man. said we like B. You got to play that yeah. song. In I was glad y'all gave me that heads
0: up because when it was thumping, I'm like, okay, that's why they made the song. Okay, okay, I, I feel
2: it. I feel I it. Texted Drod, and when I first glanced at it, I was driving. I thought it said Trump shit, and I'm like, what's a weird name for this song? They don't even say Trump's name in it. And I looked back, like, oh, thump. So I auto-corrected and
1: <laughs> that shit was so funny, bro. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, but like B said. I thought front to back, the album was really good. And I really want them to make more collab projects. Just those two together. Yeah, and I like I how, I like how you got the solid album from them. And at the very end, you got like their, their boys on it, you know, with yeah. them. I thought that was dope. Yeah.
1: Even, uh, Doug had his crew on there and then all the ESTG, um, EST
0: boys was on there. So Draw, yeah. how many of them is it? Cause I, I actually yeah, didn't I know, know it was more
2: than it's a lot. Yeah, I don't... they're like Wu Tang, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, but no,
0: that the the EST Red—that's the one I came away remembering because I really liked that. That for the gangsters or strictly for the gangsters. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, um, I didn't know this one was coming, so I it it was a nice surprise. Yeah. Do um, we
2: want to say? Uh, ESTG is solely putting on for Kentucky. Or are we gonna give Jack Harlow a little? Uh- I already told y'all, I man,
0: I'm gonna put the respect on Jack Harlow's name, but y'all said Jack Harlow would admit it too. I, yeah, I Jack know.
1: Harlow already said like he, like he gave uh G like the spotlight because he said he knew that G was the one. So he's uh, on fire
0: know. right now. What's he supposed to say? He ain't gonna say he better than ESTG. Did you just you know how many ESTE members it is? They're boys though, which is cool, <laughs> Come on, right? Bro. They're no. friends,
1: they both, they both from Louisville.
0: No, <laughs> 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 hey No, Jack Harlow made the right decision. Nah, you. It comes between choosing between y'all two. It's like listen. it's
1: like it's like M and Fifty Cent. So you know, like M know, like he, you know, he got it, but it's like Fifty, this Fifty Cent guy.
0: Y'all need to pay attention. That's the and same. Thing. Another great decision, because when it comes, <laughs> <laughs> nah, like nah, hey, Fifty to make motherfuckers disappear. Nah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man, what y'all want to pivot to next? Cause talk I'm gonna leave about? my surprise album towards the
2: Fabio. End. Let's go there, because Drew, I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear
1: what Drew got to say.
2: First listen, I listened to this album, and I texted you guys right at that. God, let me look at the track list just so I don't fuck it up. I texted you right at the track, uh, Hello, with uh, Chloe and Casey. I was like, is this an R&B album he put out? I was like, this is the softest shit I have ever heard in my life. From a it's debut solo album. It's disrespectful. I just don't understand whenever Drew come across R&B. It like, R&B, he gets he so heated. heated. Like, Right. Like, I just, <laughs> this guy's a drill rapper. He ain't doing any drill rap. Show me that drill. It ain't on this album. It's I didn't hear there. it at all. It's
1: definitely on there, Drew.
2: Oh, it sound, to me, the production sounded really rough. It sounded like his vocals were too low at times. And it sounded like he recorded it over YouTube beats. That's what See, it we definitely like
1: we definitely listen to entirely different albums. Maybe, maybe you need to upgrade your Apple Music because I did not hear the production wow. value you heard. Wow. Like, I played this place, number,
2: between Drew and Let's get it. Let's this get guy it. was on a roll this last year with features, and he put out this garbage ass album. This album is not garbage. Is it reminds me a lot of the Pop Smoke,
1: uh, um, his um album before he died. Like uh shoot for the stars, Aim for the Moon. It reminds me of the Pop Smoke album. It's the it's the same type of um formula that, that they use. You sample hits from the um 90s, and then you, you use the drill rap over it. Use the drill drums and then get the features. Like it's the same thing.
0: Only thing dry to your point, you mentioned the drill rap, and I feel like there was a couple of times where I had to check and see if I was listening to the same song because that background, like the drill, like beats that's similar to what pop yeah. smoke had in a lot of it was on multiple songs and yeah. i feel like that makes it sound repetitive
1: that's that's my issue i feel like the album was too long i feel like okay. as okay. as the album goes on it starts to sound like repetitive like you said like you listen to the same thing right yeah. like, and I, that was the same thing with pot smoke album It's like i don't think y'all need 20 songs like <laughs> like like because then once you get to song number 11 it's like damn i feel like i heard this already that, like, that, yeah, that, that was weak ass
2: dj Khaled interlude that was not needed on this album yeah that was unnecessary this album <laughs> I, I I don't know what Bible means yet. Do you know what the acronym stands for? No.
0: I was gonna say because it's been like two albums this year. where I was like, I did the acronym and draw and Drew yeah. was
2: like, it stands for. And I'm like, oh, so I, two,
0: I don't know what Bible. Two
2: plays through the album, couldn't figure it out. And then the, after the second listen, I was like, what was the direction of this album? I was lost. The whole, the I placement was. I agree. With, I agree with that, Drew. Um... Yeah. I was I was looking for a cohesive project, and I get I get it was more just songs put together. But then you have that Khaled interlude, which makes you think you're listening to a story still, and I'm like, I'm lost. I don't know where this is going. I'm yeah. not feeling the tracks. I'm not feeling the placement. Like,
0: I I had I had unique expectations because I know that you guys have been really big Fabio uh, foreign fans at, throughout you know 2021 and. I really hadn't checked out too much on my own, so I didn't know what to expect, but I had a high expectations because yeah. it's been multiple projects where you guys have been like, Yeah, he killed his features. So to be honest, it kind of left me, you know, desiring more. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I when we rank our projects, you know, I'll 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 explain. Bottom more, of the list. But- <laughs> Drew, I'm going to need my 20 because I definitely knew that Ellie Golden's uh, song like... I'm going to give you worldwide. some applause, man. I'm so proud of you for that. No, nah, because cause I literally, earlier in the day, I'm like, why do I know this damn beat? I'm like, this is going to annoy me. I'm like, I got to figure out. I did so many Google searches to find it. So... <laughs> When you had asked, I had already did my research, but when that
2: beat came out, I was like, let's see if these motherfuckers know that girly pop shit. Like, no, I girl didn't answer because I shit. felt like that was too easy. So like
1: yeah. it, it was yeah, I, think, I, think credit Drew, credit. I think Drew slept on us as if we didn't know that was a fucking pop hit. Like well, he so... <laughs> do he do
0: exactly. I responded back within a minute, so it wasn't Bruh. no googling either. I, <laughs> I, I, I knew. <laughs> um, but I wanted to say I have such a love hate relationship with Yachty but like sometimes man, he gets on a track and I'm actually really impressed. Like I was. That was, right was a tough
1: record. I like that record. That was one of the
0: better ones. I was very impressed. And then a surprisingly good feature to me by Blueface Thank on you. left side. She like Moses and she like 42. Huh. Fresh out of college, she just turned 22. I told her you need a nigga that's gonna elevate you. She said fuck 12, but I love my niggas in blue. Bandino on the left side. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a, yeah.
2: I'm like, song. I'm that's like nah, shit. nah. This ain't Blueface. There ain't no it's way. the catchiest no. song no. on the album, no, I, I agree. I, was, I think I was the last try. couple
1: records I heard from Blueface, uh, outside, um, and um, this record, I think he's done well. Like, but I don't listen to him that often to know whether or not he's good or not. So, I just know the last two records I heard was pretty good. But yeah. I like this album, so you know, yeah, and I listen curious, to drill. Not, I'm curious. I, I listen to drill all the time, and like I said, this reminded me of Pop Smoke's album. I think it was the same formula, where like you're trying to bring drill to the forefront. So you're gonna you're gonna go in a little, uh, you're gonna go in a direction where it's. Uh, digestible for all so you're gonna get familiar samples you're gonna it's gonna feel more pop like it's not gonna be as gangster as you want it to be because you want everybody to enjoy it and i think that's what this album was especially with kanye as the executive producer it sounded like kanye executive produced this album like that's what it was like and so like like that's why i was actually,
0: not, I was huh? actually I have to cut you off drive i was actually surprised when drew mentioned the production i was like that's kind of it's kind of slandering your boy kanye it sounded
2: watered down to me but it kind of slanders your boy Kanye because his hands... It his his sounded like a project. bunch of throwaways from him. I don't... I'm sorry. It just... The production to me sounded rough throughout. I, I, I disagree. I don't think the production sounds rough. If you have an
1: issue with the the song structures and, you know, how, how repetitive it sounds, that's different. But as far as like the... How the production is, is sampled and the clarity and the music and, like, the bass and all of that, like, it's really good. So, like I said, it may not be as, like, as street as you want it to be which i agree it's not it's polished it's super polished so it's
2: his like album, his first debut i understand there's going to be those pop songs you know like
1: but if you listen to like if you listen to the album
2: and not looking for
1: how it's supposed to how you imagine it was supposed to be he's telling the story of his life like he's telling, like it, it sounds like a debut album he's telling you where he's from he's telling you who he is like he's telling you what you can expect a five year foreign. like if you listen to the album, you'll you'll get that idea of who he is. Now the second album might be he might lean a little another direction and stuff like this. But this this album sound very polished, and I I took a lot of songs off of this and added it to my playlist. Like you didn't like hello, I like hello. Um, he sampled uh, say my name. I feel like that's a tough record. Uh, the like you said with Yachty, I don't really be liking Yachty all the time, but the song with Yachty was tough. Um, yeah, right. He had a lot of he, he had a lot of songs like let me look.
0: I, I thought the, the one with ASAP music.
2: was too short. I've yeah, yet. that bro, was, I didn't. ASAP gonna stop teasing us with these damn features and not giving us his album. It it'd be I'm gonna be so mad if his album's mid. I'm gonna be bro. Terrible. I, I don't know what to expect. I'm gonna be honest with you. If it's mid, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: If it's great, I wouldn't be surprised. But I will say the song where he sampled Neo Love yeah. song. I'm like, yeah. are we? Is this another example of us being old now? The fact that Neo is on the song where he's being sampled for his hit song.
2: That's what I was asking that day. I was so curious what your guys' thoughts were of an artist hopping on their own sample. Oh my yeah. I feel like I think that's kind of player, if you ask me. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is an
0: I think this is an extension of like the TikTok movement where they like bring back old songs and then it becomes popular, then that artist like kind of gets popular again based on that being used so much. Yeah, I could see that happening with Neo, and I don't mind this trend. I actually like it. I I like it more of of this way than when like a artist samples a song, but like never ran it by the artist, and now they like beefing out a little bit. I, I think yeah. this is a better way because it's art at the end of the day. So to show people love for their art or contribution, have them on a song. I
2: like and it's
1: easier and it's easier to get the sample cleared. So like you want the well, sample yeah. Hey, you, you know want to jump on
2: this record? I didn't like, even think of that. That's that's. Uh, I was going to say Elton John just hopped on his own uh Rocketman song with Dua Lipa. They just redid that and they're same word for word pretty much like is Elton's. This reminds me of uh
0: there's a there's a, a guy on Twitter that remixed uh, one of Mariah Carey's songs and she like joked cuz I think he didn't get it cleared. Uh, so she was like my my lawyers would be reaching out kind of thing. People <laughs> like were slandering her for it, but she was actually just kidding and she said yeah. like just run it by her people and they'll get it cleared but Hmm. That's the thing, like you know, some people don't always go out their way to get stuff cleared, so hmm. I think this helps. Like Gerard said, great point. Fabio,
1: uh, the Say My Name record, he got it clear about Beyonce, but she told him he had to clean yeah, it, it up. Some,
0: yeah, hmm. I did see that. <laughs> um, and Drew, you mentioned throwaway tracks. I thought the song Whoever was a very throwaway track. I was, I was struggling to, yeah, I ain't like I'm that either. That on the album, but
2: I was, uh, I was just gonna say about the samples. To me, when I heard that album, when I hear the uh, the Ella Golding song, "The Lights," then I heard uh, "Say My Name," then mm-hmm. I heard "Neo." I'm like, "Come on, man! Like, how original are we gonna get with this? You know? Because I feel like those tracks are all made to be like radio hits, you know? Right? They're geared to that. But, They're already hits, you know. But if that's drive, the point. That's point the point. So if he's trying to get drill out <laughs> I get there, that, But <laughs> if he's trying to get drill out there, though, isn't that what he wants to to make <laughs> to be a radio? Hits? That's my point. Yeah, it wasn't for me, man. That's all I'm going to say. No, and that's I'm gonna fair. A, I'm going to give it a third final listen, like a headphone listen, to see if I was missing anything. I'm going to do that this weekend some point. But I don't I'm think gonna the headphones are going to
0: change it too much. Yeah, but I don't think, yeah. My, don't problem, my problem wasn't the R&B. My problem was, uh, and Gerard, I know you mentioned, like, we don't listen to Drill. I don't have a problem with Drill. I actually like it. I think the thing that I need from Drill is, like I said, there becomes that point where it kind of gets competitive the more you listen to it. So I feel like I need more alternative beats maybe in the background but everything does have that similar like pop smoke in the background yeah. So if I get that change a little bit i think i would be even more so
1: i don't i don't think you'll get that and what i would liken it to is like you have to look at drill the same way you looked at snap music it's gonna be the same drum pattern you are gonna hear the same drum pattern what they do with that is, is up to the artist completely, but you're gonna hear that same drum, you're gonna hear that same bass. It's gonna be the same thing. Now the the melody might change and the lyrics might change, but like City Girls got a uh record out with um Fabio featured, and it's the same drum pattern. Like so, that's that's just
0: what drill is. Like yeah, I just that that prevents me from being able to fully love drill the way that I want to. Yeah. But overall, my final thoughts on the album was just kind of felt mad to me. Obviously, production, uh, after the hype, I didn't come away like, man, I can't wait to listen to this album again. But there were some positive takeaways I had from it. Um, I just had high expectations based on all of our talks about Fabio Foreign. Um, but yeah, that, that was my final statement on that. Um, so kind of similar to you, Drew, but I didn't have a problem with the R&B
2: specifically. It was more so the repetitive nature. It's not that... I hate the r and B. I I just thought there was too much of it and too much you, of the, I don't know, and, man. No, listen, Wait. listen. Too much of the R&B and too much of the pop sound. Like there's a lot of that on the album. And then you add some throwaway songs too. It just didn't hit. The City of Gods I thought was one of the best songs and that was a single. I actually think the two the two records with Quavo was the best. The Magic like
0: City. Magic City was good. I like that. I actually was really surprised now. I'm, I'm always really surprised when I see one artist like featured on on two songs, I just I always be like, huh? I wonder what made them want to do two songs with the same art. Both I like. I just was yeah. like, unless there's like a like for instance when Quavo he dropped his solo album. Like if he'd have had obviously uh, Offset uh, or or Takeoff on there, like I wouldn't be surprised by that. But also another project I don't think got enough love was his his solo album. But that's you liked I it. At. I yeah. didn't like did the solo album. I did actually like it. <laughs> um, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we can talk about that another day, but. Yeah, I was surprised to see him on there twice, but both songs were were good to yeah. me, so I didn't have a problem with it. Okay. So, what's, what's the uh, next record? Yeah, I was going to ask, did y'all want to go into... Drew, did you listen to Sid's album? I didn't.
2: If okay. You, guys, you can talk about that. You listen well, we, to... Um, you think, well, y'all listen I'll, to Ben Staples? I listen to that, yeah. Let's do that. B, did you listen to Ben Staples? Why y'all keep playing me, man? Why, why, why? I'm just asking. I'm just I don't asking. Like this he had man, a big. He's I taking us like, on a journey. Remember? Right.
0: I told y'all I got the bucket hat on because I'm taking damn. y'all for a ride, man. I did a lot of homework this week, but the intro track was smooth. I like the
2: water, relaxing sound leading into. I played that back four times. That mm-hmm. intro was tough to me. But the
0: the lead into the shooting and the dope second song with a free to homies. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he. This album was great. And one hell of an experience. Up yeah, right. until I enjoy every bit of it, and it was beautifully orchestrated. It had everything you'd want out of an album. Uh, Rose Street was fire to me. I really love Lemonade with Todd Dollar Sign. But Drew, you told us you wanted us to rank our projects. This was my number one. Um, Same. It might be my album of the year right now. I was gonna say if we're discussing that be. already, like this was, this was, this to me is what other people saw in Vince Staples and questioning whether that album was a was a classic this is why i couldn't call vin staple a classic and it's not even to i agree like slander it was more like i said when we when we reviewed that one it was like an yeah. appetizer and left you wanted more well ramona park broke my heart was the more that i thought yeah. he was capable of and fully delivered and already, Gerard
2: called it man gerard said this has potential it felt like a classic. Classic. yeah and it's got the name it's got the name ramona park broke my heart is like that's a name you talk about. I feel like it just flows, you know. One hundred percent. And this is what, this is this
0: is what when we talk about classic, this is a classic album. I can't call Vince Staples a classic, but No, and like not even
1: I, I love this album for so many reasons, obviously musically, but he told a story and like when when he mm-hmm. explains like exactly why he um why he made the album it makes sense. And then you go back and listen to the album like, I see exactly what you're saying. Like, you know how you grow up in this environment where you feel like, this is this is all I have. This is what I'm supposed to love and enjoy. But you you see all the pitfalls in that environment. And Ramona Park broke my heart, took you through that rollercoaster of what it's like living in that environment. You know, him game-bagging, losing people, you know what I'm saying, all his friends and stuff, and he's trying to grow and be a better person. Like, you hear every single step in that. Like, and even the, the skits that uh, he have on, I think it's two of them on there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, even um, I talked about the spirit of uh, Monster Cody. and You set my, us
2: up good for that yes. one,
1: Rod. <laughs> and, like, I, I was like, dog, this might be <laughs> the hardest thing on there. And when you hear Cody talk, I was like, oh,
2: okay, I see what you're doing, Vince. Like, <laughs> like, so, I was waiting for that beat to drop, though, yeah. like Vince it And yeah. Rose Street, though, following that. I was, Rose like, Street okay. following it, great. it makes
1: sense. Like, it so, sense. Sense. yeah. Like, so yeah, um, like, definitely a beautiful album. I love it. While we it.
0: talked to, I talked about the repetitive nature of the drill rap. What I love about this album is it gives you everything. It gives you the reflection. It gives you the R&B a little feel at times. It gives you the hardcore rap. It gives you, mm-hmm. beats are so different. There was never a time where I was like, wait, did I hear this already? So I like appreciated that. And the skits and the intro and the outro. Like this has right. everything right. we've been talking about over the past year and change, man. So what a great album. What it's great.
2: got Lil Baby and Ty Dolla, who had amazing oh, features too. Baby like,
1: floated on this, bro.
2: Like I wanted to say about that song, producers have a way of sliding Lil Baby into a track so smooth to where yeah. his voice comes on, and you're like, oh, let's go, let's go. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, like Pride is the Devil. Like uh, Cole's rapping. Immediately they slide him in. And he just rips it. Like when I heard Baby on the song, I'm like this guy, like I want his album now. You know. I yeah, need a new one. I sent um, lemonade to a few
0: people, and I'm like, I feel like you would love this song, and I feel like this is a song if I had to choose one that'll probably be
2: on the radio. It's gonna be a summer oh song. Yeah. All right,
0: man, per- so smooth, so mm-hmm.
2: smooth. Uh, my favorite was DJ Quick that song was that's tough to me hey
1: dj quick did the scratches on there
2: amazing Ooh. i i'm a sucker <laughs> for a scratch on a record it just sounds hip-hop to me yeah uh but that going into magic magic might be the catchiest track on there to me i was shit, sitting in the background big so janky know them niggas down the street still hate me Pablo
0: baby know that she can't play me dumb hope love costs but the game free
2: I'm to the ceiling is tell me why you disappeared. I played that like at least ten times this past two days. Like I'm I'm blown away because Big Fish Theory was my favorite Vince Staples album and it's still like, up there. Yep. This just topped it like hands down. Like front to back project. Like we said a story. Yeah. To me, guys, the perfect amount of R and B, the perfect amount of hip hop, the perfect amount of letting the beat just ride out and listening to the instrumental you know two skits that's all you need even though Gerard fucked us on that one but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I I like that skit though because of going into Rose Street like we yeah. said and then man I, I I played it three times fully already I'm probably going to play it like three more times a day I love it yeah
0: no I was very impressed um, anything else you guys want to add about this project nah, I'm, I'm glad no. we gave it its flowers yeah Yeah. that that was my number one uh gerard we can discuss sid broken hearts club uh now since i think we discussed all the ones we all listen to hey
1: listen (laughs) sid has the as an angelic voice like and i listened to i listened to a whole lot of gangster shit before i got to hers and then i listened to hers and i was feeling all like sensual and you know like i'm like damn like like Sid trying to have motherfuckers have babies. Like, bro, I don't need this type of energy right now. Like, so <laughs> like, oh, like-
0: Right, and Gerard, that's a rookie move because we talked about it when we talked about album.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you cannot do that to yourself. I came away. Bro, the first album I listened to was Vince because that was the one I was most excited about. So after I got through playing everything else, I'm like, fuck, I forgot Sid. I started playing that shit. I was
0: like, fuck. <laughs> like- <laughs> Girl, no, rookie move because I listened to Sid first. <laughs>
2: I need to know if you're the type, do me wrong or do
0: I knew it was a Friday. I had to get out the fields and get that out the way first because I know, listening uh, to Adele, how that worked out. So (laughs) so it's a little hard to judge. You have amazing, like you said, she does have the voice of Angel. I'm like, man, if I could just be sung to sleep every night, like I just would sleep like a baby. But it didn't fit the mood for the day. So I got to go back and listen to it on like maybe Monday or the next time that it rains and just so I can have all (laughs) things aligned. it just Friday. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to be too sad, but no, Sid delivered the beautiful voice. I know she has a concert. My boys said they're going to. I think in June or July, but I gotta go back to properly give that song its flowers. Cause yeah, listen to Heartbreak on Friday, it just wasn't the line with what my spirit needed. <laughs> I but. don't know.
1: You gotta listen to that shit with a fireplace on, snuggled up with your boo, like, <laughs> like yeah. a polar
0: bear rug. Just yeah, you like, you yeah, buddy.
1: You can't yes, just be sir. sitting in there in the car with a face like. No, nah, you can't do that. <laughs> nah, that ain't happening.
0: That ain't <laughs> happening. But yeah, um, I can finally talk about the surprise album mm-hmm. I listened to in addition to the other ones. But Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit, and Girl Talk released an album called Full Court Press. And Drew, this this was the perfect, up until I listened to Vince Staple, this was my number one. But this was the perfect album for Friday. And I was just searching through albums and finding this. I had no idea it was dropping um but man 10 tracks they're all
2: so unique they're all different oh such Smoke a good desert.
0: project i wanted to share it with y'all bro i didn't know wiz and crit could have well i guess i did because glass house is always a good track but they connection man then you throw on uh spitta on the last track Bro, Is this Smoke Dizzy that sounds just like Pusha T? Am I tripping? Right. Am Let's I tri- like it. their voice? I was. Conv- I'm like, dude, this it sounds is. just like Pusha T, but I don't know if it was him or somebody else. On, I'm pretty sure it was Smoke Dizzy. but bro, that that album, Dry, you gotta check it out, man. So
1: I like, I got intrigued about to listen to it. I just hadn't got a chance because I heard one of the songs on it, like uh. I don't know. I was listening to something randomly and I heard one of the songs. I was like, oh, this shit tough. Like, I got to mm-hmm. listen to this, but I ain't go back and listen to the album. So,
0: Bro, I love it. That shit bangs. Drew, you asked me to rank them. Um, Ramona Park Broke My Heart was my number one. Uh, Full Court Press was my number two. Uh, Last Ones Left with Fortune Doug and ESGG was number three. I had Sid Broken Heart Club as my number four, and I had uh, Five Your Foreign as my number
2: five. I got them in that order and I didn't even hear Sid.
0: <laughs> hey,
2: but man, this
0: this was the perfect. This is just like the Wiz and Juicy J album I talked about. Yep, bro. Anybody listening that hasn't checked it out, you will love it. Oh, it's I've been playing it like randomly throughout the day on my uh, uh on my speakers in the house, and just man, it's such a good album. Oh. I, uh,
2: so I went into this, and I was like, I haven't heard Smoke does in a long time. I know what Wiz can do, but I know he's kind of can be a one trick pony sometimes and then i was just like big crit's last album was god awful so what are we gonna get here bro 10 tracks of fire like crit crit working with these guys i thought i think woke him up because he is like rapping his ass off on here and then i think the star of the whole show is smoke dizzle like he held his own his flow is just like perfect now He's um he's he dips into the producing too sometimes. Like he's come a long way as just like that mixtape smoker rapper from like college, you know. And then uh, the last track, they got Currency on it to do have, like, the four-headed horsemen with them. No, like, that, that, that
0: track was a beautiful outro. Such
2: a pick-me-up surprise for the weekend. Bro, that's
0: the perfect way to put it. And Wiz now, going back to Wiz Got Wings, which I don't know if y'all listened to it yet, but... Fire. That album was fire. Uh, Stoner's Nights was fire. And then you got this one. So the last three projects I listened to Wiz... Wiz really me back in, man. Like uh, he ain't a commercial glad.
2: rapper anymore. He's just doing what he loves.
0: Hit
2: the
0: crib,
2: we gon' do
1: this shit again. She just got her hair done. She wanna smoke, we
0: get drunk, but ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Today no fun if the homies can't have none. Bro, I'm very impressed. And it mentioned it, or it relates to a funny story. Um Gilly the Kid said that he had to unfollow Wiz Khalifa because he was tired of seeing Wiz with, like, these extremely short shorts on and working out in the gym with basically no clothes on, right? (laughs) So Wiz (laughs) is basically, like, he's a hater, and Gilly is, like, the same type of people that will make fun of you in class for reading too well or sounding too (laughs) intelligent, right? (laughs) So, but get this. So Gilly's Instagram gets deleted, and he gets upset because he basically feels like Wiz Khalifa Told on him and made his account get deleted by Instagram. So he was like, "Man, these rapper juice is soft." I was just <laughs> playing, blah blah blah. But this all led to Guilty Kids Instagram getting deleted. So, hey,
1: I mean, yeah. y'all ever listen to a million dollars worth of game with Gilly and Random? Waddle?
0: Random clips. I've Ooh. never listened to a full episode, but I do see a lot nah, of. His content they funny
1: as fuck. They funny <laughs> as hell. So, I, I can hear Gilly saying that shit. That shit funny as hell. But the the surprise album I listened to was uh Koy trendsetter. Solid. It's super solid. Like I'm not gonna lie. And the only thing is, man, shout out to Dej Love, cause she birthed a lot of these niggas, dog. Let a
0: niggas try me,
1: try me. Like and she's <laughs> definitely Koi Ray is definitely a descendant from the uh from the Dej Loaf tree. So like you're gonna hear a lot of uh Dej in her, but I, I like the production, I like her features and stuff like that, and it was a super solid album. Like, it's a lot of, uh, it's a couple records that I heard off of it that I'll, I'll play again.
0: I had a fight for this shit. They don't get it. Yeah. I had to step in and play some positions. Yeah, Still got to check on the shipments. Yeah. Pack just laying in the trenches. We got it. Talk to my bro in a minute. Bro, I'm gonna have to reach out and see if there's any possible chance of us being able to get an interview with Dage Love because I see her Ooh. on social media all the time, and I feel like, like you said, she don't get enough love. So I would just love to be like, do you think there's a lot of, you know, use out there now? Like, do you, do they not give you enough attention? But of course, there's a lot of her. <laughs> <laughs> I all thought
2: right. there was a time she was gonna sign to MMG because she was working with Rick Ross a ton. I, I-, I thought she was about to sign with Griselda because she worked with them a lot. So. damn man
0: but shout out great shout out there gerard and, uh i just wanted to ask y'all how, how would y'all feel about a story time real quick oh i'd love it be love story time
2: we'll gather our children <laughs> so
0: i told y'all i was gonna take you on a journey today and i want to give a shout out to justin tinsley uh stumbled upon this amazing thread that kind of clarified when it comes to what ifs uh, which another uh, I thing, know what
1: you about to do. Go ahead. Another
0: great episode uh, from back in the day. So if you have not listened to that one, go check that one out. Man, that's great radio. So this "What If" is is in relation to Jay Z and Biggie, and there was more than a mutual respect than I knew, and hopefully that our listeners knew. Draw I'm sure you know, but I think I'm gonna surprise Drew with this one. So. This all started by me watching a video on Twitter of Buster Rhymes discussing going to school with both Big and Jay-Z. Biggie rapped, however, he didn't rap within the school, so most people really weren't aware that he could rap, including uh, Buster Rhymes. Uh, Biggie was focused on slinging and drugs and didn't let classmates know that he was rapping. Uh, Buster said they smoked a lot, skipped class a lot, so he just didn't know about that. Jay-Z also sold drugs, but people knew that Jay-Z rapped. He and Busta, which Rob mentioned in the previous episode, had the infamous battle uh, where they did speed rapping. And Busta actually said this defeat is what made him the speed rapper he is today. He also says Jay-Z don't want no parts of him if they was to have a battle today. (laughs) Jay-Z moved away from the speed rapping, but there is actually audio of Young Jay-Z rapping on YouTube, which I listened to the song. Drew, I would love it if you could add a little bit to it, but it's called What's In Your Name? And you can hear a Young Jay-Z doing... Speed rap. Don't sleep because some of you with just a reporter. times out of spin, props When I get down, I your Noble. The when I You feel the pressure. head of my got a His flow is a lot faster than it is today, so I would love for our listeners to be able to hear that, but. It's crazy to see the growth and style change because of, you know, that song. Um, and his flow was inspired by a rapper named Jazz O. So Big's first verse on Who Shot you was originally supposed to be an interlude on Mary J. Blige's My Life album. He made the second verse due to wanting to prove to DJ Clark Kent that he was better than Jay-Z because DJ Clark Kent continued as... So he... Jay-Z was Clark Kent's artist, but he DJed for Biggie. Every time they would go on the road, he would continue to tell Biggie how this guy, Jay-Z, is just starting to become really good. He was nice, possibly better than Big. Biggie, super competitive. He had to. He had eventually overtook Craig Mack as the lead for Bad Boy, right? So as the story goes, Who Shot You was never direct, directed at pop. It just happened to be horrible timing. But the first part was for Mary J. Bloss interlude. And the second part was to prove to DJ Clark Kent that he was better than Jay-Z. Um, Big and Jay-Z actually spoke every day from the moment uh, where they had the studio session um, where they both were in there after he linked them two together. Uh, At one point, Biggie was actually going to move to Atlanta and wanted Jay-Z to be his next door neighbor. Biggie actually would even send early versions of songs that would lead or led to life after death, and Jay-Z was floored. He couldn't believe what he was hearing, and he knew Big uh, would make make him stay on his A-game rather and vice versa because Jay-Z did the same with Biggie. They even discussed forming a group. The group was going to be called the Commission. Uh, and you could hear Big shout at the beginning of What's Beef uh, or the song What's Beef. Uh, it would have been a group where it had been those two with Lil C's, Charlie Baltimore, and Lance Un Rivera. On, on, on. On, on. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but it was in the works. Actually, Jay Z was on the phone with Biggie minutes before he was killed uh, and discusses it in a 97 MTV interview. So. Jay-Z and Biggie were a lot closer than I ever knew. And they talked about getting in a group together, being next door neighbors to each other. Uh after being in a studio together, they were basically inseparable, uh, talked every day. And I had no idea that Jay-Z talked to him the literal day that he 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 was murdered, he was calling Jay-Z to tell him how he was missing out. And Jay-Z was telling him, yo, he would be down there in a day or two, but obviously he never got the chance to go down there and This was my story time, and I'm just curious if, Drott, I assume that you knew all of this, but Drew, I was curious if you did.
2: I didn't know anything about the speedum part, and I'm very curious to go hear that from Jay. I got you. I'm going to send you the YouTube video, but did you know
0: any of the other information?
2: I knew they were buddies. I didn't really know that they uh, talked about making a collab album or anything, though. I just knew they were buddies. What about you, Drott? Did you know all of that?
0: Hopefully our listeners didn't know all of that But yeah that was was my story time man I was just blown away by the fact that You would often hear slander About Jay Z pretending as if he was big Or blah blah blah. but in all actuality He's been keeping Biggie's name alive Because that was his best friend friend Because they were really dope Yeah that was legit legit
1: his best friend Like um, In the same story Clark Kent said like When they first met each other in the studio It wasn't like any like beef they just looked at each other and started laughing because it was a mutual respect for one another and they both from the same neighborhood so everybody talk about them like it wasn't like when clark was talking to big about jay that that was his first time hearing about jay like they knew about each other like i think jay is a couple years older than big so like when big was a freshman jay was probably a junior or something like that so like they'd see each other all the time they from the same neighborhood so they, they knew about each other. But you know, when you rappers, you're competitive. So if you ain't battle one another, you ain't going to really like go out your way to talk to another rapper so yeah but i didn't yeah.
2: know they all went to school with busta either that was cool oh yeah but Jay-Z. i knew i knew about that battle though that jay-z and busta had yeah, the funniest
0: dude. part of the story to me was just picturing a young busta rhymes and biggie just skipping school and smoking weed. <laughs> <He's laughs> <smoking. laughs> like, like, like that that just was so dope to me but yeah i just wanted to share that and again that was a great thread that was on twitter taught me a lot um and yeah hopefully our listeners appreciate that story but
1: yeah uh, but the reason that thread was started was because y'all ain't listened to it yet but Pusha T has a song with Jay and Jay mentions like um you know everybody talk about what would happen if Big was here and Jay said if Big was here we would have formed a commission like Jay was Mm. always gonna be good like and I believe that like Jay was around when Big was around you know we just Big Dying just pushed Jay more to the uh, forefront, but they had records together, so he mm-hmm. was always gonna be Jay.
2: Like could have been a bad thing though if Jay got caught up in that West Coast beef, you know, like more so than he. His name was dropped a couple times, but Jay had you
1: know. Jay had a disc for Pot, and he didn't release it because Pot got killed, so he mm. would have been caught up in that shit too. So,
2: dang, that's an incredible what if if he wasn't. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If they formed the commission and started going at Pac and the Outlaws or something, that would have been a great what if. Yeah. Bro, that would have been like, damn, I'm trying to think of a was Shaq and Penny. I'm trying to think of a good
0: dude. Man, that would have, have been tough. But yeah, man, uh, anything else we want to discuss when it comes to what we've listened to and or watch? Which, fellas, I did tell y'all yesterday, I did the heart the show Ultimatum. That show is just no, ass- <laughs> We'll
1: bro, I, cannot, I, I cannot i cannot i cannot be in these type of shows i
2: can't do it so yeah, uh, <laughs> this, one's cra- <laughs> this one's crazier to me than yeah London, like, like no, like, no uh, this one you're dude, watching you're... your your fiance cheat, bro like, right yards away. exactly nah, exactly dude nah, exactly, like nah <laughs> the first episode it was hilarious because whoever was sitting at the pool and whoever was sitting at the end table they could hear each other that's whatever what was saying. sitting I'm there like, and they were wait. just like
0: She's like, Yeah, so and so never shuts up. I'm like, Can he hear her right now? Yeah. Like, He's nah. looking
2: over. Like, What'd she say? Bro, the bro. one
0: dude brought his girl, and from the moment she got there, she could not stop smiling at uh, just the mm-hmm. thought of being with somebody else. And this poor dude is like, Yeah, you know, I'm giving her ultimatum. Either we get married or we go our separate ways. And Die. she is just geeked at that. Bro, I was, I
1: was telling Kira, I'm like, Listen, dog, don't know. Your girl is for the streets, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, like- <laughs> after,
0: bro, I did the same thing. She looked at the light skinned dude. And just her eyes, she was smiling the entire time. I'm like, oh yeah, she gone. No, <laughs> <laughs> I've only watched. What, uh, the- what episode I you on? I-, I fell asleep on the second episode. I watched the entire first one. I think but I'm
2: on four. I already. know. I've only it. watched the first. So I I'm should write watch
0: down it. my predictions because I already know which relationships not gonna work. Bro, I'm already.
1: I'm already at the day where they gotta make decisions. Like they, they oh, like they're like a. Uh, they was drinking and they asked it, who was they Ooh. top, bro, all together. Yeah. My ego cannot because I'm swinging off my ego.
0: So I'm like, all right, maybe like my assumption was they got paired like they was forced to be put with another person. I didn't know they go out their way to pick who it is they want. That's another layer. See, because you ain't just get paired with that You (laughs) pick
1: this person. Right. You pick. like this one dude, this one dude, like they asked him, he was like, so-and-so is my top. My top choice, and his girlfriend is literally sitting next to him. Bro, I would have hey. smacked fire out of that. <laughs> they, like,
0: they asked one girl why she loved her dude, and she was like, "Can we skip to the next question?" Or yeah, like... I'm like, first "Wait a episode, minute." yeah, I'm like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> you don't know why you want to be with me, but
1: no. no this, nah, the nah. one chick said, "I don't want to marry him because I make more money than him, and I don't like." She was like, with "I don't." Uh, yes. Bro, yeah. Like she's, she's like, she I was make more money than and I don't have I don't want to be the uh breadwinner of the house. So I'm oh, like
0: nigga. she was legit hurt when Drew said he couldn't have a future with her and she was like Oh um, yeah, why? she
1: was upset. She was Bro, upset.
0: You literally come on here sounding like the worst type of gold digger. Like you ain't even trying <laughs> to play it off. And you don't know why I do. Hey, he I'm said, not. he said, I'm not
1: attracted to you. And she was floored. Like she was like, I'm not unattractive. I'm not and I, look, that. I look the most like his girlfriend. Oh, bitch. I don't care <laughs> no, <laughs> like, yeah,
0: I'm not believing that. I know it's more to that, like, uh, you don't want me to tell <laughs> you the truth. Netflix is killing it with the reality
2: shows right now, man. Bro,
0: Netflix is killing it, but man, the 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 drama in that one, I knew from the first episode. I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be bad. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, wait they get to date like how far into dating are we talking they gotta like, live
1: together for three weeks no, i think no nah, no
0: nah. so i look forward to continue to watch that but snowfall another great episode atlanta had a really oh, unique still episode. It i'm not gonna say too much but this one has social media talking so i need both of y'all to watch it later. yeah i know i, I, I heard I, social media
1: talking about it and
0: i still ain't watched it yet but i know it's good Abbott, Mid- Ale- Abbott Elementary School dropped another gym. Another gym. Right. Um, yeah. Hilarious. So it's just a good time right now for TV shows. Is and- that the
2: season finale? It seemed like it could have been. Of um, Abbott? I, yeah. I don't know, I to don't be honest think with so. you.
0: I don't I don't think I don't so because I didn't hear anybody like mention
2: that, but I got vibes like after we watched. It, I was like, it feels like it could end here for the first season, you know, because it kinda uh was it tyler james williams like could be principal you know yeah i yeah. thought that but she but yeah not. <laughs> yeah right um i was gonna say i watched him stand up last night Do you guys know who gerard carmichael yes is? yeah yep. watch his new special gerard carmichael well you know what we started watching an old episode of snl from last week and he was the host i'm like mariah he's one of my favorite like
1: yeah, he's one of my i've only still.
2: seen one special though and he's hilarious and then on there is like if he's on SNL, he must be promoting something. Sure enough, he's like, yeah, my new special is like, turn off SNL, let's watch it. It's an hour long. The first half hour is really good jokes. The second half turns into a therapy session with the crowd. Awful, awful, yeah. awful, awful. The whole time, uh, the premise is he comes out as gay, which... He did in real life right and then he's Talking about how he deals with it with his family With his friends and everything it's heavy But the whole second half he's like Putting his hand on his face Uh, I feel like It's just Kind of like I don't know what to feel about this and the whole Time there's people in the crowd like Do you think you coming out had an effect With your mom and the whole time he just hand on his face Just it's really tough To say things I don't know how to portray, and it's just that—that's it. He's mm-hmm. like, I feel like I should—I should tell a joke here, but I can't. I'm like, this is your special. Like, I want to hear a joke or something, but this mm-hmm. just, it's just—it's—it's awkward and cringy. Well, like, I gotta watch it because I—I I did know about the coming out. Um,
0: I watched a few episodes of the TV show. Um, that he had the Carmichael
2: the, effect or what, something like that. The Ricky Carmichael the, show, I think it was the Carmichael show. Yeah. Carmichael, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah.
0: I watched a few episodes of that, but there's a lot of people on Twitter that was like, I mean, we already knew. I I wasn't aware, but I look forward to watching the special. Um, So
1: I didn't know, like, I thought he was bisexual because his special before he was talking about his family and he was talking to his mom and he told his mom he made out with dudes before. So like, I was just thinking like, oh, okay, so you like dudes too. It wasn't like I like dudes, period. So He covered
2: covered that briefly like about being bi, but I, I really want you guys to see it because like I was crying laughing the first half the second half I looked at Mariah's like straight face I was like oh yeah I read an article about it I'd, if I was there I'd want my money back I'd be pissed i told her if i was there and it was that quiet and people are asking right you could hear people in the crowd clearly ask their question like this isn't a A. like yeah. you're filming an hbo special right i'd be in the crowd and be like you're gonna tell a joke or something or like i want my money back like but i think
1: i think the people who went there knew exactly what they were getting into with carmichael like with <sighs> i think i sure i read an article and i i heard that it was super vulnerable and like
2: it it Time into a it, there it is. Like but you did. There's, there's you also got to put on a show at the same time, or like you know, I I want you guys to see it and let me know what you think. I'm curious, I definitely I
0: will. I look forward to that.
2: But yeah. and then after that, what I listened to be that Jack Harlow. That was the last thing I listened to. Oh, so
0: you did listen to it?
2: That was my surprise for you, buddy. Man, wh- wh- fire, wh- fire. I'm a Jack Harlow fan now. Talk to me, Drew.
0: <laughs> Man, that just made my day. Thank the you. first
2: thing I ever heard was that second album, and I thought that was his debut studio album, but you sent me this. I'm like, man, he is ripping these tracks apart. Like, bro, I, I where's I, I, the Jack Harlow on this, like, you know, his mega studio album with, like, all of his features and everything? Bro, I think I, I
0: like Jack Harlow because he has, like I said, he's one of the artists that have that unique ability to just ride a beat, like, his flow. Yeah. Like, he's mastered the way he flows and just he can adjust it to the beats. I mean, hell, talking about the song with Lil Nas X, like his feature was excellent on that song. Yeah, so, yes.
1: I, I like him because he's unapologetically himself. He's not trying mm-hmm. to be nobody else. Like, like you said, his flow is is good and he could ride any beat, but he's comfortable in whatever pocket he's in. Like, it's yep. not like, yeah. oh, I got to be this guy or this guy. He's himself, you know, and you can see mm-hmm. that. In, like, you could tell who's posing, you know. What yep. what I'm I don't get that from him, so.
0: I don't get that at all. And I I mentioned our group chat. I have a lot of respect for him because he was willing to feature on Lil Nas X when I think a lot of people in hip hop would have stayed away just because of, you know, the there's the homophobia within the culture, unfortunately. So I think a lot of people probably want to work with him, but just don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jack Harlow didn't give a damn and made one of the biggest songs, so I have to give a lot of respect. Hey, man.
1: Yeah. I stand Lil
0: Nas X. I do too. That's my dog. Do so like, <laughs> like top, one of my top albums last year is yeah. incredible. Like, That's he, my dog. We so. talked about him on social media and he took a hiatus and now he's back and cracking the jokes and releasing or yeah. teasing new songs. So I'm like, man, this dude, I just... I, <laughs> just, I love Lil Nas X, bro. So. I do too,
2: the, man. Uh, I would say be that opening track Ghost is like fire like okay this kush here in the gaseous state i can't hit it if i do i might pass away these boys fake please quit with the mask spray. hey should i hear what the pastor saying i could probably use a fresh start
0: out the window of the park i'm reflecting on life blue cherry park you it just starts off with a bang then you got estg on the second track as a feature like
2: and what I like was the very last track to close the album. It was like a slow melodic, but he was just casual. It, was, it felt like a Logic song, you know, back when Logic cared, you know? Yep. No, I, I Again, another <laughs> example of
0: outros and he took his time and rapped about real shit. Yep. I love how he's mentioning songs like him listening to Kendrick Lamar and how Kendrick shouted him out and just feeling like confirming that he was really gifted and talented. And I know he's gotten kudos from Kanye when Kanye went on his uh, social media rant. So. No, I look forward to the third album, and I'm hoping it's yeah. more like the first album he had versus the second one that we all agreed, right. or me and you agreed, was kind of meh. Yeah.
2: The only other thing I was like very impressed about, too, about it, there was a track called Walk in the Park and the next one called Rain, and the way they flowed into each other on a project like this where each song stands out from each other, you don't expect that. So it hits you like there's kind of a mini story here in the album, you know? Yeah. And then he ends with that. Uh, Heavy Hitter is one of my favorite songs on there, too. Bro. Like incredible. I'm I'm glad you recommended it because I'm now a... Uh, he's he's got a little weight on the Kentucky on his back, but not like ESTG. <laughs> bro, that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
0: Gerard, I would love if you check out the album, but now... Yeah, nah. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Drew, does that have you anticipating his upcoming album even more? Very much so. That's all I wanted, man. That's <laughs> all thank you, Drew. Yeah. So, I became bro. a fan because of that. You just made my Sunday, man. I love you, Drew. I love you, buddy. Oh, I just, before we get out of here, man I want to talk about sports real quick I know um, baseball has started It's still crazy to me That people went to opening day For the Detroit Tigers I mean, they won on a walk-off But the weather was cold, yeah. rainy yeah. It's like, nah, fam Nah, it, yeah, it ain't no rain. Everybody was
1: asking me Like, you going to opening day? Which is, you know We know that opening day Is a big deal in Detroit and stuff It was cold as fuck Someone. I'm not going out there like bro, like usually <laughs> like-
0: the day of opening day was trash day for us, so I had to go out and get my trash containers, and I went and got them maybe two minutes outside. Came back in. I'm like, people are outside of the baseball <laughs> game for three Spitting hours in this, in this weather. Puddle, no. Nah, nah, ain't, ain't no. no way. Not no. even during the prime tigers days when we was going to the world championship. <laughs> nah, bro. But I really wanted to get into March Madness wrap-up, man. I mean, it came and it went. Uh, the title game was very interesting. You had UNC against uh, Kansas. The game looked like it was all but over at halftime as UNC was up by, I think, 15 points. Mm -hmm. And then Kansas slowly but surely made a comeback and actually completed the biggest comeback and championship game ever. Uh, So I just wanted to know y'all thoughts. It seemed like it's been forever ago, but man, it was was a great March Madness altogether. It has me excited for seeing the draft coming up, but I still feel the same way. I feel like college isn't on the level of NBA for me, but I did. There was a lot of games that was competitively balanced. I appreciate seeing teams that were the talent, like I said, when it came to UNC and Duke, finally having two teams that seemed like they was evenly matched. Um, This game started off as if they weren't evenly matched, and then Kansas woke up and started hitting shots again. Like you said, Gerard, they don't often do, but... They found the juice in the second half, like they was in uh, Space Jam's that had Michael <laughs> and, and pulled <laughs> off the dub. So, just wanted to get y'all thoughts on that real quick before we get out of here. But, Gerard, I'll start with you, man. What you think? Oh, I thought it was good. Kansas won me some money,
2: so salute to them. <laughs> like, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so I just, great. I wanted, I wanted it for Hubert Davis. I really did. I like seeing the underdog take out a one seed, but. Like I said, Kansas wins too damn much. They always find a way to win. I think I think Huber blew it. Like in that time when
1: Kansas is coming back, you got to call a timeout. Like mm-hmm. you have, yeah. you have to call a timeout before the final shot. You can't just let them just do anything because you can tell like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They put the ball inside, they couldn't find And they bounced it out, and then he threw up just a bunch of bullshit. It's like, bro, you got to call them a timeout to calm them down because after you have 15 and then Kansas take the lead, they frazzled. So you got to get them together and stuff. And that's just a rookie head coach move. Like, and Bill Self put on a coaching clinic, you know. So, like, he like, yo, like, y'all down by 15, but y'all not off. And I think, Can- I think UNC losing Bacot, their big man, and him spraining his ankle again kind of helped Kansas get back into it because I feel like – if Bacot was still playing, UNC would have won that game.
0: Bro, there's a little controversy about that too. There were certain replays that showed he actually sprained his ankle because a part of the court like lifted up. It was kind of yeah, loose. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, and they dang. swear that it wasn't loose. But the replay clearly shows It clearly yeah. shows the f- the floorboard literally lifted up and like messed up his planting foot, and that's when he sprained his ankle. So
1: And it was already fucked that. up. Even after the Duke game, he said right. like my ankle was fucked up like he told everybody it's bad like so i don't want y'all to have y'all expectations too high because i don't even know if i can play (laughs) like like, he still
0: have some money coming his way because that video clearly showed that floorboard was loose and it caused him to get injured so yeah but no i agree with you dry he has a way of rebounding and and really protecting that paint and and giving them extra possession. so who he knows? like a DeAndre Jordan watching him. Yes, yes, I, I get a lot of. Yep, you see that. He seems like he's a little bit more skilled offensively, but man, oh, yeah, athletically, no, I definitely can see that. But yeah, Drew, what's your thoughts on it man?
2: Just pissed. Just pissed. Kansas one That was it. I just, I just, I don't even like North Carolina. Like, I feel like both teams, like us growing up, we've seen them win so many times, but like, I just like seeing the underdog, but. It was a good game. It was uh like B said, it was a weird game. I know Andre was texting us at half. He was like, I'd put your money on North Carolina right now to hold this lead. I was like, I'm glad I didn't. Speaking of money, I'm kind of pissed because
0: uh, a part of me the whole time was like, man, I should sprinkle just a couple dollars on Kansas because the odds are just so just good in right case, now at halftime. Yeah. And I didn't do it. And they made that comeback. <laughs> and I was like, why didn't I do it? It literally wouldn't. It wouldn't have hurt. Like I no, had nothing to lose. So <laughs> You would have felt a little better probably. <laughs> no, I, I was a little upset that I didn't do that because I literally was asking other people, like, hey, did y'all put any money on Kansas to come back after halftime? And I didn't do it. So
2: I was just disappointed too with the final the final shot was so like last lackluster Ooh. and just what are you doing, man? What are you, are you doing? Plenty doing of, exactly. Plenty like... of time to shoot the ball and you you dribbled around and dicked around and now you just jacked up crab. Like that's just bad. Hey. Yeah. No, nah, that we talk about Steph Curry, man. You Hey. <laughs> for that ter- for that I, three I saw Derez get his own rebound today a ball fly out to the three line and miss it i'm like all right Steph taught you something <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah man i was so excited for this episode and i feel like this is a great way to start my sunday and i appreciate you guys and i just want to ask is there anything else you all want to discuss before we get out of here
2: i'll say what draw
0: what's your final rankings for the albums for the week so I have
1: uh, Vince Staples, Ramona Park broke my heart one. I got uh, I got last ones left. Um, Forty two Dugan, ESTG. I got Sid, Fabio Foreign, and then Coil Ray.
2: Okay. Oh, so the Coil Ray was eh. No, or? it's
1: good, but I just don't think it's better than the top four.
2: I was just album. saying it's below Fabio, so you know, I'm curious.
0: <laughs> I I like Fabio's album. So Drew, you gotta listen to Coyle Ray right now so you can say whether it's better or worse than the Fabio album.
2: I'm curious. Uh final, pretty much same as B's. It was uh Ramona Park, Vince Staples, Full Court Press, which Gerard I think you'll love that if you listen to it. ESTG 4 Two Doug, and then Fabio for the then confetti, but that came out years ago. Fair. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, this was a great, a great week for music. I was so excited for all the projects. I was actually nervous wondering whether or not I could knock them all out. But man, you, you think about music again it's art. Take It, it, it brings out so many emotions. Um, and I'm just thankful, man, thankful. So before we get out of here, I know we've done a lot of joking and laughing, but I just want to say, man, be sure to check on your people when they, they crossed your mind that story of uh Dwayne haskins passing away mm. it really yeah. shook me up yesterday dude was only 24 um finally getting a chance to possibly be the starting quarterback for the Steelers and lost his life due to being hit uh, on a freeway by a vehicle so again mm. you think of your people I know we all try to you know make it seem like we don't take life for granted but sometimes we do so if you think of a friend loved one reach out to them let them know you love them and yeah I just want to end on a serious note and I love y'all boys so love you yeah. guys Love you too, bro. This has been another episode of Two Hip Hop Sensei's and a Casual Man. Until the next time, y'all be easy and tell people you love them.
2: <laughs> Take care. <laughs> <laughs> i so hard, man. <laughs>
1: Two sensei's and a casual.